I think I just heard a huge sigh of relief from the mothers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was just kidding. Well, I told you last week that I would have more information for you for sunrise service. We're having it back out at Elmore at 6.30 Easter morning, and uh, that's that. Uh, I came through on my promise to you. Um, you know, the, the Word of God is so wonderful. It's true. The Word of God is true. Whether you believe it or not, it's true. Now, if you believe it, that's to your benefit. If you don't, tough luck. Uh, you know, I just want to share that with you. You know, just just think about the Word of God, what we were singing this morning. You know, uh, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm not. You know, God is is with us. He's there to deliver us. Yeah, he's our strong tower, our refuge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His Word is true. I want to read... Uh, a chapter out of Ephesians this morning to begin with. <clears throat> and this is uh, just kind of a foundation stone. We're going to get into more. Um, I have to hurry, though, because I had one fellow tell me if I wasn't done in 15 minutes, he was leaving. So, <laughs> No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to start in uh, Ephesians chapter 2. And really what I'm doing with this is just laying a foundation of who you are. And uh, I hope this scripture speaks to you. You have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us, through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who has made both one and hath broken down the middle, of wall, middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace, peace to you which were far off, 
and to them which were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into an holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Hope that excites you. Helps you to realize who we are in Christ. Uh, I want to turn now to the Old Testament. I'm going to go back to Exodus. Just a very small portion of Scripture. I want you to begin to realize something. First of all, you need to know who you are. Now I'm going to show you a little bit of what comes along with knowing who you are. I'm going to start just in verse 1 of chapter 3 of Exodus. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes people have to go to the backside of the mountain to find God. <laughs> and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. I want you to notice this next verse. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. You realize you're walking on holy ground? As a Christian, every place you go is holy ground because God is there. I think maybe John has figured this out. And, is, you know, walking as Moses walked. But I want you just to think about this. Sometimes God does things. And when we stop and turn aside to see what it's all about, he begins to speak to us. You know, so if, if you see something or feel something out of the ordinary, don't be afraid to stop and give it a check. Because God might speak to your heart. Just like this. See, God did not speak to him until he turned aside to see what was going on. It wasn't as if God said, hey, come on over here, I've got a fire. He saw the fire and he turned aside. And when he turned aside, God spoke to him and said, you're walking on holy ground. You need to know this morning that you're walking on holy ground. Hallelujah. We are the body of Christ. We are what the world sees. We are those that demonstrate the life of God here upon this earth. Hallelujah. Now I want to go to Ezekiel. Finish off here this morning. Ezekiel 37. You hear the dry bones rattling? Ezekiel 
Ezekiel speaking here. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Do you realize you're walking in a valley full of bones? If you pay attention, you'll see that everywhere you go, there's death. Dead people. And he caused me to pass by round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Take a look at our world, folks. This is true. We've got a lot of dry bones in our midst. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. I kind of want to just look at this a minute. It seemed to me that he had a little bit of a question whether God could do this or not. I don't know if that's what he meant. But when God asks us, can these bones live? Our answer should be yes, most definitely. Yes, most definitely in you, Lord, they can live. So he said to me, prophesy upon these bones. And this is what the Lord is speaking to me this day for you. It's time for us to begin to prophesy over the death that we see. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about speaking to the situation. There's power in our words. There's power in our words. So if you have things in your life that are dead, parts of your spiritual being that are dead, you need to begin to speak to them. Speak life into them. If you have a neighbor that does not know Christ, you need to speak to that neighbor and speak about that neighbor to God and speak life into them, to the city that you live in. We need to begin to speak life into this city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. What's the word of the Lord? Live. Hallelujah. Live. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Hallelujah. I don't know if you remember a few weeks back, I spoke about the strong man. It's time that we become the strong man in this house. We begin to take authority over death. We begin to prophesy to it, to the death that's around about us and speak life into it and watch God begin to add life to it. It's not going to automatically just stand up. God's going to work on it. God's going to work on it. Hallelujah. And I will cause or I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Hallelujah. I believe God is asking us today to prophesy. Will you begin to prophesy as God has asked us to do? And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together bone to bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them about, but there was no breath in them. 
Then God said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Hallelujah. You want revival? Begin to prophesy. Hallelujah. Begin to prophesy to the death that is round about us. Begin to speak life into the dry bones that are round about us. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. See, this was Ezekiel speaking to his people. We begin, need to begin to speak to our people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This may be the whole house of Potlatch, <laughs> the whole house of Idaho, whatever. We need to begin to speak to our death, that which is dead in our area. So I want to encourage you this morning. Begin to realize who you are, first of all. You're no longer dead in sin. Christ has raised us up. And everywhere we go, we are walking upon holy ground. But we need to begin to prophesy. God is calling us to prophesy to that which is dead round about us. So we need to begin to watch and look for that which is dead and begin to speak to it. Hallelujah. Now, how you go about that, that's going to be between you and God. But I really feel like we need to put words to the truth that God is speaking to us. I don't think when, he, when God told Ezekiel to prophesy that Ezekiel said, okay, yeah, I got that. And then just sat there and kind of thought it through his mind and it happened. I believe that Ezekiel put the words out there, began to prophesy, really put, I guess, in a sense, faith or works to his faith. You know, I've always thought about that, faith and works. We, we might have the faith that we believe this, but do we have enough works in us to speak it out? And I think that's where our, the works come in with the faith. Hallelujah. 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 So anyway, I want to just get you to think about that again this morning. Who you are in Christ, that you're walking upon holy ground. Everywhere you go is yours. Remember what uh, God promised Abraham? Everywhere your foot touches, it's yours. We need to get that into our hearts, that everywhere we step is ours. Everywhere we are is ours. And if there's death there, if we are walking in a valley of death, which no matter where you go, you are, let's begin to prophesy and speak to that and see God put life back into those old dry bones. Hallelujah. Father, I want to just thank you for your word, Lord, that is quick and powerful. Hallelujah. Lord, you've called us to be strong men of our houses and strong women. Father, help us to realize that everywhere we go, we are walking on holy ground, for you are there with us. Hallelujah. Lord, help us to begin to prophesy to the dead bones. Help us begin to speak life into the death that's within this nation of ours. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Great and mighty are your works, Lord. Great is your calling upon us. May we be faithful, Lord, to do that which you ask us to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, may our heart be as your heart was, Lord. My meat is to do the will of him who sent me. Lord, you have sent us. May our meat, may that which fulfills us, be to do your will. 
and to do your pleasure. Lord, we thank you that you're working within this world. Lord, you have not stopped. Lord, we're still here. We're not dead, so you're not done. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, just pour out your spirit upon us. Cause us, Lord, to walk in the power of that spirit, doing the miraculous things that you've asked us to do. And we'll give you praise, Lord. Just bless this fellowship now as we go from this place, Lord. May your peace go upon us. And Lord, may boldness infect our hearts. In the name of Christ, amen. You're dismissed this morning.